brown. United takes the town. But the check outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that home out on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. Welcome to your Tuesday edition of In the Know here on K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039 The Moose via the K105 or WMTL app. Grayson County Schools Week continues as we hit day number two, getting you ready for back to school. We are almost one week away from the first day of school. Coming up on the show, we will introduce our two very, very special guest co-hosts for today. We'll update you on some of the local news headlines, have some pop culture, and of course, your chance to win via the water cooler question. And now I told our guest hosts that I wasn't really sure who I would go to first. So we'll just play the music, and should we go one or two? I'm just going to turn on a mic, and we'll go Wilkie Elementary first to principal of Wilkie Elementary, Miss Lisa Skaggs. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you. Welcome. It's your In the Know debut, isn't it? It is. And that's very exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. And now yes. we're going to dive deep into all things Wilkie. I know you had, were mentioning to me before the show started, that it is the 50th anniversary of being a Wilkie Bulldog. But I found this picture this morning. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. There was a car wreck in Brooklyn that happened yesterday morning of a truck carrying bell peppers. And it crashed all over the interstate. And and look at this picture that's getting ready to pop up here on the screen and see all of those peppers that had just spilled all across all across the roadways. And it just thought to me, are we sad about this? Are you a pepper fan to where this kind of takes a shot at your heart? Or is this almost like a little celebration of sorts? <laughs> I like color, so that's pretty exciting. I don't feel good for the driver. I don't feel good for the people that own the peppers. There were no reported injuries. (laughs) No reported injuries. So that's That's a good good. thing. But I just, I found the picture really fascinating because it's the most colorful accident I've ever seen. (laughs) It's all that great taste going to waste. Exactly. Great (laughs) taste going to waste. You have to rhyme in elementary school. I like that. I like that. And we'll bring in our second guest co-host for today. Her daughter's been on quite a lot on In the Know. But she's making her in the no debut from the Grayson County School Board District Office. This is yes. Monica Heverin. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. I know we were talking, I believe, also before the show about how hot it is. It is. It is warm. And they are describing it right now as we are in what is called a heat dome. I'd never heard this term. Have you heard this term? No, I've not heard this. I so feel it. A heat dome occurs when high pressure traps warmer air near the ground 
and diverts cooling clouds away from the hotter area. I'm going to pretend I know what that means, and we're just going to say, yeah. It's, and you know how I describe what a heat dome is? Is when, you, when I walk outside, and you know you walked in from the parking lot today. What is it? Maybe 50 steps? Maybe. 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 And I sweat. That's when it says it's way too hot. I had to powder up before I got on because <laughs> oh, it's yeah. really hot. And, and it's right. And you walked in, it quartered it on. Right. And it's not even that warm out. Right. So it's a uh, heat dome, though, is, is the term of the day. You know, I, you all are the educators, but I guess I can educate a little bit as well. well and there's sure. a new term. Yes. Maybe we can throw that into some of the education this year. For the heat students, dome. right? I, I hope the heat dome is gone before we bring the kids back. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We can both agree on that. Speaking of the heat, today looks hot and dry. It'll be mostly sunny in the afternoon. There is an air quality alert in place. So if you're in the sensitive groups category, it might be unhealthy for you. A few clouds tonight with blooms in the 70s. Heat index values creep closer to 100 degrees tomorrow. And looking at Thursday, looking at your 10-day forecast, 99, 99 degrees. Looking at your high on Thursday, tomorrow a high around 97. And for today, a high around 96. But you look at the weekend, and when you th- you're thinking that you're looking at the upper 90s, you're looking at mid-80s this weekend, which I guess, you know, if you had to have me choose, I'll take the mid-80s. But first day of school right now, weather? 83 degrees, no rain. Perfect. We love it. I think that that is pretty much perfect first yes. day of school yeah. weather. Maybe mid-70s if you would ask me. But <laughs> You know, I'm always trying to be an optimist. That 99, it's near perfect score. It is. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. I guess if we're looking at a heat index, which I'm sure there's someone in the building that can tell us really what a heat index is. Right. Uh, I'm not that person. I took one class of meteorology and then realized that that was not my future. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's – I like that. Near, it's Near perfect. Near, Near perfect. perfect score. Almost there. So our guest co-host today from Wilkie Elementary, again, is Miss Lisa Skaggs and Monica Hebron as well from the school district office. Is your title is – you're kind of a, a loaded title, aren't you? you got a <laughs> lot on there. She's loaded. <laughs> I am loaded. Um, I am the director of special education. I am the preschool supervisor. Okay. I oversee 504 plans. And let me think. There's other things I do. Is it easier for you to say what you don't do? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. And then, of course, Miss Skaggs, you are the principal at Wilkie Elementary. Year three, is that right, this year? It's my third year, yes. Third year. Because I know I was thinking that my first year here, this was my fourth year here, my first year here was Mr. Williams. Yes. Remember, and I yes. got to interview him. No, he's down at Edmondson County. I know. He's way like, down there. Yeah, yes. it's like, <laughs> it seems like that's that should be illegal, going from Grayson County to Edmondson County, even if you are from there. But for the both of you, and how we're going to do this show very similar to how we did yesterday for this first segment, we're just going to kind of do some basic things, some get to know you, because there are people out there right now listening that probably know nothing about either one of you. You know? Well, let's fix that today. <laughs> yeah, so we're going right to dive deep into it and, and get, get to know a little bit some of the history, because there might be a Clarkson kid. You know, who, who doesn't, you, or or whatever it might be, but they might realize after listening today that I want to go to Wilkie now. Yeah. So we can figure out <laughs> Whoa, whoa, the whoa, that could be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that's not something that they can just pick and choose? No, no, no? we are districted. Most to. So. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, but, and then we'll hit some of the news headlines very quick. But then the second segment, we're also going to dive deeper into what's coming up this school year, what to expect, and so on. But the first one that I, that I just kind of want to go in is as I think it's Judge Henderson. 
Kevin Henderson, the judge executive, he always says when he meets somebody new that I've realized is he always asks the question, who's your family? <laughs> so I ask you, who, who are your family? You know who you're related to? So someone might be listening saying, oh, I actually do know them. So I don't know. You guys can fight over whoever wants to start. Well, I'll start. Go for um, it, Monica. <laughs> so <laughs> I think the pride of my family, I have. there are two prides that I have. One is my daughter, Samara Heverin. And um, then I have an uncle named Taylor Miller, and he lives in Big Clifty. He's a farmer. Um, he's a swell fella. A lot of people, you know, when you're you're out and about, mm-hmm. you know, well, who's your family? And I can say Taylor Miller, and they're like, oh, he's good. He's a good man. So, and then Samara is your daughter, and which Samara's is perfect. My daughter, yes. It's now your turn, Miss Skaggs. I was going to go into a lot more depth. Here. <laughs> so I'm from Caneyville originally. That's um, what I was told. That's yes, what Mark had told me. She said, oh, yeah, he's, he's, she's the Caneyvillian. I am. And uh, at one time, my dad, um, S.L., was the mayor of Caneyville. And I had, my uncle, Bill Given, was the principal at Caneyville Elementary. And everyone just knew him as Uncle Bill. I used to get really jealous and be like, no, that's really my Uncle Bill. <laughs> but he was an educator in Grayson County. He was assistant principal at the new high school. Um, so education has been a part of our family for a long time in Grayson County. I have uh, four sons. Uh, two live in Bowling Green, Robert and Lincoln, and they're married to Susan and Tara. And Bennett is getting married uh, August the 14th in Brooklyn. We're so excited. Oh, he lives in Atlanta. Marley is his fiance, And then Wyatt lives in Lexington. And um, my mom is Agnes Johnson. She used to be the city clerk and treasurer here years ago. That's good. Yeah, no, that, that's the perfect history. Now, you were at the – okay. Middle school or high school before you were at Wilkie? I was at the high school high for school. 19 years. 19 I taught years. Uh, biology mostly, a little chemistry, a little astronomy, and some credit recovery. Okay. Loved That's... my colleagues at the high school. It was hard to leave, but it's just the best opportunity in the world and the best job at Wilkie. So I'm so happy I got here. Have you always been at district office? I have not. I taught, listen, I'm a little bit like Johnny Cash when okay. I started I like out. this. Um, thinking my, of Ring of Fire. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of Johnny Cash songs that we can bring to. <laughs> However, I started at, um, I did a, a split day. I, I was at Wilkie for half a day doing preschool. Okay. Then I went to Caneyville and did special ed the other half of the day. Okay. And then the year changed. I went to Lawler for a year. And then I was doing somebody's sick leave. She was gone okay. an entire year. And went to the middle school for three. And then I finished at Caneyville with six years. So you've been all over the place then a little bit. A That's bit. good, and that kind of probably helps a lot with your role. It does, is because it gives you. Because I know that from what I've been able to experience, and again, I'm not from here, is that each school is just a little bit different. Yeah, it is just a little bit different. It's yes. different makeups of populations, and I'm sure you see that moving from. And then you kind of get with the Grayson County High School connection is you kind of get it all where it comes together and molds together like a little melting pot. Yes, absolutely. That, I think from the outside looking in, you would think, oh, Grayson County, all oh, they're all the same. But it's really not. It is very, very different from the different areas and the different yeah. backgrounds and so on. Now, you mentioned Ring of Fire. And I think probably the the, the best way to describe Ring of Fire might be last year <laughs> yes. in a lot of ways. What was last year like as an educator? I know. Loaded question. This is not what I – this is not an original thought, but it was in a training that we were at and it was mentioned that last year was a lot like riding a roller coaster in the dark. There were a lot of ups and downs and sideways and things that might make you sick. It. And yeah. you get really excited sometimes and you have a few letdowns and it's in the dark because you don't know what's coming next. 
and that's not an original thought, but I thought it summed it up very well. It does. That is a good way to describe it. it is is kind of and I know I mentioned this yesterday with Adam Cox, who is on with us, and I said that the commissioner of the KHSAA, Julian Tackett, he, his line was always that. 2020 will not look like 2019, but the hope is is that 2021 will look more like 2019. And I thought that that was very accurate as well because I think we are getting closer and closer. We're maybe at, what, 85% right now as to what 2019 might be looking like. We're not quite there yet, but we are getting just a little bit closer. Um, last year, though, and I think we were talking about this with, with Adam Cox yesterday as well, is while it had a lot of downsides – it did have a lot that you could learn. Absolutely. What did you learn about education last year during probably the weirdest year of your education career? So communication was so big last year. You know, a lot of times you may go through the entire year and talk to your classroom teacher, your special ed teacher, your preschool teacher. You might talk to them a few times, but it's not a daily contact. And, you know, people were messaging each other there were apps that we used that we had you know the new technology that we were were using and it just changed the way we communicate with our families and I think it was for the better a lot of my therapists especially um we've got occupational therapy we've got speech therapy and they were all saying I know my families now before I knew my kids but now I know my families and that puts a little bit of a bow on the package I think for education Would you agree with that, or is there anything from a principal's position that you really did learn? I agree with everything that Monica said. Um, We've definitely got to know our families. It was so exciting for me to do um, observations in virtual classrooms. Let me tell you, the very first one I did was with kindergarten. And watching those little kids. Actually, it was first grade. They were kindergarten the year before. But they sat there. They knew what to do. Their teacher had them prepared. And, um, you know, they might sit there and go, "Uh, these are my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is a lot like what they would do in the mm-hmm. classroom, but it was great to get to know them. But from my standpoint, I just think resilience is something that I saw in everyone. Teachers had to learn new skills. Parents had to come up with different ways to make things work. Grandparents are vital in our community, and to so many of our children, they are raising them, and they had to learn a lot of new skills. Yeah. Um, and our children are just absolutely ready to go all the time, and they were certainly resilient. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, and it still blows my mind how I consider myself being in my mid-20s fairly technologically advanced. But then I look at – I could walk into your kindergarten classroom, and you could hand them a piece of technology they've never seen, and they'll have it mastered in 15 minutes when it would take me a little bit more like – you know, I mean, I'd probably say I could have it in about 40 to 45 minutes. It's amazing, though. Just They're going to swipe right away or try to get the password in right away, uh-huh. and it won't be long until they have it figured out. Right. Yes. Absolutely. And it's even crazy that you know, you'll know you have a, a two-year-old who will walk in there, and it's like, blows my mind. I just I can't. They can do it. Yes. but And I think that that's really helping this younger generation, in a way, adapt to what was hopefully unlike anything they will ever see again in their entire lives, for all of us, is the hope when it comes to that. You, you both kind of touched on this a little bit, but how awesome are both of your staffs for dealing through all of this? I don't think there are probably words that you can use to describe them, are there? Exactly, no. Everybody was thinking outside the box. Rather than saying, well, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to work, which sometimes we get in a rut and do that, it's how can we make this work? And a lot of our teachers 
and I know special ed teachers and preschool teachers, I mean, they were doing things. They were running classes. And so you've got three-year-olds. And it was so funny. I observed one, and there was, you know, like, um, Mom, I need my snack. <laughs> so Mom brings the <laughs> snack. Mom, I'm thirsty. And the teacher never flinched. You know, she's like, Mom, go get him his little cup. <laughs> you know, we're going to do this, and let's talk about this alphabet. But, I mean, it was, it. I mean, just thinking outside the box and figuring out how to make Creativity. things work. Yeah, and problem solving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's hard as an adult to, you know, because it's like, I want things a certain way, and this is how we always do it. And so it, it, it made us grow. I heard an interesting term uh, or comparison. You can be a manager or a maker. And a manager schedules times, and they're a boss, and they take care of all the details. But a maker, you have to create all these things, and everybody in our building had to be a maker. And you had to find new ways, and we really had to rely on each other a lot. So not only did we get to know um, our students and families, but I think we got to know each other well and learned what our good qualities were that we could really do in the classroom, and we would go teach another teacher. Hey, I learned this. Let me show you how to do this. So we really piggybacked off what other people learned, and we just grew immensely professionally. You touched on it a little bit, but the virtual meeting. So for those that aren't aware, my mom is a retired educator. She was a principal for her last... X amount of years teaching. I probably shouldn't say the, the age. I don't want to. I don't want to hash shots. Don't give it away. Don't give yes, it away. No. Retiring at thirty uh, isn't a beautiful thing. Oh, she, was, <laughs> she was only twenty-seven when yeah, she retired, okay. so she was lucky when she Just got to do that. But um, is going into the classrooms and observing the teachers. Is that virtual way? Was that a good thing because you could theoretically do double or triple the amount of teachers that it would usually take you, or do you almost? prefer having the ability to go in and really take the time or is it kind of a a mixed bag the time is the same so if i were observing someone for an hour it would still be an hour however i might observe a first grade classroom as a whole class for 30 minutes and then a one-on-one so i got to see something unique how the teacher actually might work with a student one-on-one so she might do a lesson on uh, cvc words and then she has an individual meet with a different student Uh, like every 30 minutes. And so those were great to watch as well because I don't get to see the teacher interact one-on-one a lot in the classroom uh, because the instruction is the same. Uh, There's still, and I mean, it's the same, but it's different, obviously, because our purpose is the same. Just the way we go about it is completely different uh, when it's virtual. But a lot of opportunities and things that I might not have seen in other teachers, uh, I got to see because they were recording themselves and they were sharing those with each other. So it might be like, hey, I did a great lesson uh, using some new technology and they would share it and they would record it and then we could all watch it. Mm-hmm. So we got kind of got a virtual library of right. skills that we could use. And that's that's probably the that's the part, I think, that we're, when we're looking into the future of how we can how this helped us. I think that you're really going to start mm-hmm. to see as the times come on. I'm going to quickly give one news headline, then we're going to have to take a quick break, and we'll come back and dive deeper into, into things. Just an update on the COVID-19 numbers as cases continue to, to rise. Health Department re- released in Grayson County 39 new cases. Active-wise is 52 in the county for Grayson County. As far as updated cases in the state, 783. The positivity rate continues to climb 7.89% as the the positivity rate does grow quite a bit as on July the 1st, it was at 1.99%. Taking a look at the COVID-19 map, Grayson County's incident rate 
rose a little bit from over the weekend as well. More red counties as well continuing to pop up. So that's something that we're going to keep an eye on as things get up. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to dive deeper into what school can be like coming up here this school year as we are eight days away for the first day of school. We'll take a break. Come back with more here on In the Know. Today is Bagpipe Appreciation Day, if I can talk correctly. It is Walk on Stilts Day. It is Creme Brulee Day, and it is Chicken Finger Day as well. It is another day for the Bell Cheese hiring event as Lacey Bowen joins us right now. Lacey, we're trying something a little bit different. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? We have got you loud and clear. It is another day of a Bell Cheese hiring event as it is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Center on Main. Lacey, tell me just a little bit about what's going on today. You know, we've been having a great time with these local hiring events, and this is an opportunity for you to come to the Center on Main, get to know the staff a little bit at Luttrell Staffing Group, and ultimately walk out with a job at Bell Cheese. You know, know you've got the job, know what shift you're going to be working. Those pay rates start at 13 to 13.35 an hour, and you know what? You're even going to get paid for your Bell Cheese orientation. That's good to hear. So I, one of the questions, when I moved here, as I say all the time, is that I'm not from here. And I always heard that Bell Cheese is the best place to work in the county. Bell Cheese is the best place to work in that county. Why is Bell Cheese such a great place to work? You know, for one, just the longevity. And I am from here, and I have heard that all of my <laughs> life, too. It was always like, you know, if you can get on at Bell Cheese, like, you've really made it. You've got a great local job that you can support yourself and your family easily on. And, you know, they've done this new pay increase just a few weeks ago. And Bell Cheese, I mean, they're just known for that that solidarity with the community. Like I said, the longevity of a long-term career great pay, great benefits, and, you know, who doesn't love cheese perks? Uh, and that's which I know that we have touched on a couple of times. There are cheese perks, which to me makes me almost want to go apply right now myself because, I mean, you could almost pay me in the bell cheese, and I'd be very happy when it comes to this. Um, we also have, as right now it's Grayson County Schools Week here, as back to school comes next week, but it also that kind of means that summer is coming to an end. And I know that you really wanted to mention that this is the last summer hiring event for the summer area. Is that correct? It is. This is our last local event this summer. We don't want you to miss out. We want you to come today. You know, I'm looking out my window here. It is a gorgeous day. You know, you can't make an excuse. Oh, it's raining. You know, it's definitely not snowing. <laughs> let's kill. Yeah, let's not. Uh, let's not have the snow. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a great day to come get a new job with Bell Cheese with Luttrell Staffing. And I know one of the other things you had mentioned when we were touching base a little bit yesterday, and this kind of. Uh, Made me do a double take of sorts, but then I was thinking more about it. And I'm like, what? Yo, you're right. As in a way, you blink and Christmas is going to be here. And what can Bell Cheese, and and you were telling me, dive deeper into what this can mean with Christmas and how you can put what you're doing at Bell Cheese towards that? 
Yeah, so we know the holidays are going to be right around the corner. We're less than five months till Christmas. What you're going to be doing is getting that weekly paycheck with electoral staffing. You can start, you know, you can work with your bank to start putting away like a little um, Christmas account for your kids. You know, if you if you wait and get a job with us in November, that doesn't give you a whole lot of time to start saving up for the holidays. But if you start now, you could be giving yourself an excellent gift of full-time employment because with Luttrell staffing, you're going to get hired on with Bell Cheese in as little as 90 days. So you're looking at, you know, by the end of the year, you've got your full-time career in the can. And that's what I love to hear. The Bell Cheese hiring event is from today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Center on Main there in Litchfield. Lacey, how can they apply? You can apply at LuttrellStaffing.com. If you don't want to type all of that out, you can apply at L, the letter L, LStaff.com. They can call 270-900-4370 or even text the word Luttrell to 25,000. That's L-U-T-T-R-E-L-L to 25,000. Lacey, Lots I pre- of ways I love to connect it. with us. And Lacey, I appreciate you taking the time. We'll talk to you here again very, very soon as that Luttrell Staffing Group is 13 to 1335 an hour bell cheese hiring event is going on from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. today. I bring back in our guest co-host from today from Wilkie Elementary is Lisa Skaggs and from the Grayson County School Board is Monica Hevren. As thank you for we dive deep into the bell cheese, and I know that any time that anybody mentions free bell cheese, it just like it perks my ears. Like, how do I do this? So it's a great opportunity when it comes to this. Now, Monica, preschool, I know was the one thing that I said was told, you've got to make sure that you mention preschool. Yes. And, and I guess the first question that I have is, let's say I'm a parent of a child who could be getting ready to be in the preschool age. Is it too late for me to sign them up for this school year? Absolutely not. So if you go on our website, there is an enrollment form, and it's a two-step process, and it's a little confusing to me, but you will fill out the form, someone will email you back, and then you can fill out the real enrollment form. So it's kind of a prelim kind of thing. But right now, we're doing screenings tomorrow, and we still have appointments available. Okay. So if somebody wants to hurry up and get that done, we can get an appointment scheduled by this afternoon. And um, we'll have some more through the year, so we'll do another one in August once school starts. But we really want to get our classes as full as possible. So as a parent, let's say, for for one, what are the requirements to be in preschool? What is the age? So three- and four-year-olds, whatever age they are on August the 1st. Okay. So I might have a child that turns five on August the 2nd, but they would still be considered a four-year-old, and they could come to preschool. What are, again, this is probably another loaded question, but if you are talking to a parent who might have a three- or four-year-old and you're like, I don't know that I really want to send my kid to preschool, what would be your message to them? You know, what are the benefits of, of sending to preschool? Socialization and being able to separate from their parents just a little bit, you know, we and they have fun all day. So it's not like stopping into kindergarten the first day and <laughs> sitting down with the alphabet, <laughs> you know. It's hard. Kindergarten is what... First grade used to be, typically. And so we've got these kids that show up in preschool, and they learn how to, you know, to follow directions with adults. They learn how to interact with their peers, and they've got time to play and, and, and do that as they go. And I love to hear this. And I know Wilkie has a preschool as well. I know that my mom, one of the schools that she worked at had a preschool, and it was always one of her favorite things is one of being a principal, stopping into the preschool and seeing all of the fun things that happen in there. Is that something that you do as well, Ms. It is Gags? so exciting. 
uh, those teachers are amazing and the aides that work with those kids too it is it's so fun there um you know they don't do worksheets they have fun all day and they're Jealous. working you know <laughs> like that fun they build learning into the fun and preschool is so very important and as being new to uh elementary school my first year i had no idea how important preschool was but it is it is critical that you get your child in there for socialization, and they're going to learn academic things as well, but they're going to be so prepared for kindergarten. Um, we do have uh, five preschool classes at Wilkie, so we have quite a few preschoolers. Um, we have two buildings, so one building has four preschool classes, and the main building has one preschool class. And that's exciting. There's yes. a lot of different. And I know yes. that Lawler as well has preschool. Do yes. all of the schools have preschool? They do. They do. We okay. have 11 in the district, three oh. are at Clarkson. One is at Lawler, two are at Caneyville, and then we have the five at Wilkie. So Lawler only has one preschool classroom. So when they get full, then we send the overflow to Wilkie. We have a little shuttle, a little preschool shuttle, and they drop them off in the morning. And, you know, parents get a little anxious about that, their, their child not getting to go to their, their school. But we typically, everybody's pretty pleased once we get started. One of my favorite questions to always ask principals is, what are the good things that happen in the schools? And what is a good thing that is happening at Wilkie Elementary right now? I know you had brought me in a T-shirt, which I do appreciate. I love my Wilkie T-shirt right now because I'm not a Wilkie Bulldog, but I guess I can be, right? I'm an Erpenbeck Mustang is where I went. But, I I, I mean, there's no rivalry. I can't wear, like, a Shirley Mann T-shirt or anything like that. That wouldn't be allowed. But I can wear a Wilkie Bulldog T-shirt. You can wear a Wilkie Bulldog. Absolutely. What are the good things, though, that are happening at Wilkie Elementary? Oh, my gosh. We have so many exciting things. Well, coming up very quickly is we have Open House, our kindergarten kickoff, tomorrow for kindergarten. So if you're not registered and you know you're coming to kindergarten at Wilkie, just come on in at 10 o'clock tomorrow. And then Thursday, we have back-to-school night at 5 o'clock. It starts for first through third grade. And at 6 o'clock, it's for fourth and fifth grade. And if you're not registered yet, just come on in. We're going to have some computers for parents. They can sign up, do all the online part. We'll help you with it. But that's so exciting. That's what's coming up right now. And we just can't wait for that first day. You know, you see them get off the it's bus. So that, quick. It is such a unique energy, and it's so exciting. We just can't wait for it. I know that... Always the first day of school was it, it was kind of one of those things, especially in elementary. It was you were looking forward to it all summer. I know I have a neighbor that uh, is a Wilkie student, and I was speaking with her yesterday, and she said that she's excited. You know, it's kind of like, oh yeah, we're excited, but at the same time, it does mean summer's coming to an end. But there's a lot of the thing that I always hear from younger children is I get to see my friends again. Yes, and especially this year where we're getting back to what can i say better than normal we are going to be better we are better than normal better than and normal. this year's first day of school is is really important for social emotional learning we talk about that a lot of education but so that first day back to school last year was non-traditional no you know, so it was a lot different for students and they did miss their friends but this year they're going to get on a bus you're going to see the buses go by in the community parents are going to drop them off it's going to be better than normal. So it's going to be terrific when they come in and get to see their friends and have what they're expecting better than what they're expecting. Yeah. I know that we were also talking before we came on air was, and in a way I think it does kind of tie in, is we were talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Yes. And I think back to last year is in Cincinnati opening day, the first game for the Reds is the biggest event of the entire year. You know, there's a parade. People, even to have a ticket to the game is like the biggest honor one can even have. And last year they had opening day and nobody was there. This year, opening day, there were, I think, 12,000 people there, and it just didn't feel like it was really opening day. And in a lot of ways, you could think that last year was kind of like that. 
it just really wasn't opening day. Yes. But this year, coming up on Wednesday, you're going to get opening day. Mm-hmm. It's great. Everyone is out, like everyone at Wilkie, whether you work at preschool or in the main building, there everyone is out to greet kids. And we're all just, that energy is for us as well as the kids. It's just an exciting moment. And, you know, you only get that one first day of school in kindergarten, that one first day in first grade. So yeah. we want to make it the best possible for them. Now, for, for the both of you, because this both uh, this ties into both of your jobs, but if you could give one message to parents right now as you lead back into what is going to be the quote-unquote better-than-normal 2021-22 school year, what is your message? It's kind of a loaded question, I know, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but in a lot of ways, I think it's something, I don't know if reassurance is the right right way to describe it. I think mine would be, it's going to be okay, because we are ready to roll with punches. I mean, if nothing else, last year we proved we are ready to roll with the punches, and so if something becomes a barrier, then we're going to work to see how do we do that. How do we clean that, you know, more frequently? How do we, you know, if it's, if that's a concern, um... I think everybody's just kind of scared of the what ifs. You know, we get a lot of calls, you know, or, or is our mask going to be required? Is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? And you've got two factions. You've got people that really want one thing to happen, and you've got another faction that, I, you know, I don't want that. And so it's just, well, we will roll with the punches. And so just, it's going to be okay. I certainly agree. It's going to be okay. I'm going to go with our theme at Wilkie that we're always a bulldog family. Because we have to function a lot like a family. We need each other, rely on each other. We're going to communicate. And ultimately, it comes down to doing what's best for the child. And we get a lot of phone calls, too, about those questions. Well, what is it going to be like? What will it look like for learning? Um, how is If my child were virtual, why do I want them to come back? So we have a lot of uh, great things to tell them when they call about our safety protocols, good hygiene. But, right, it's, it's going to be okay. And we're all in it together. We're a bulldog family. Now, in the same instance, what's your message to your students? You're talking to your Wilkie Bulldogs right now. What are you wanting to tell them? I come in with an open mind and be ready to go. We have a sense of urgency as teachers, as educators. We know that they're lacking some, they're going to have gaps in their learning. And we're ready to fill those and ready to find out where they are and just take off and get going. So be ready because it's going to be a great, great ride this year. The joy comes when the kids come. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. You know? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and I had mentioned earlier that, you know, at Central Office, we work in the summertime, and it's like you're just waiting for the kids to come. You're waiting for the kids to come because that's the big day. Yes. And so everything that we're doing, trying to help prepare and, and do things to get whatever going for our district, our teachers, you're waiting for that big day. And I am so excited that we're going to get to have a big day this year. Yes, it's opening day yeah. in a way, and I think yeah. that that's kind of a good way to describe it when you look at it. Is that opening day comes up next Wednesday? Yeah. It's like the Muppets, you know. It's like light the lights, <laughs> they're coming. <laughs> but the, and the and that's just a really good thing. Is it's it's crazy though, as I mentioned to to Adam Cox yesterday. It seems like just yesterday we were sitting on the football field at Grayson County High School on May the twenty first or whatever it was, seeing away the class of twenty twenty one. And now we're looking and seeing, oh, school's back. Wow, we're already there. And that's already been over two months ago when you look at it. You mentioned as well, and I want to touch on this as well, just before we wrap up this this segment, Wilkie, 50 years. Yes. Is there anything planned? We have a lot planned, actually. We have a wonderful committee that's worked very hard. Um, we're going to do it. We're going to celebrate it between now and Christmas. We're not going to have just one event because we think it deserves a lot of special attention. 
Uh, we plan to do something in the Labor Day Parade. Okay. Uh, we're going to have T-shirts for kids. Um, and we're hoping K105 will come do like a live show. We'll have some um, alumni from Wilkie Elementary there and share some stories about Wilkie through the decades and the different principals, administration, what it was like. You know, I went there in the 70s. So <laughs> I <laughs> <What> didn't. Was... <laughs> okay. I was a red hog. You know, I'm sorry. We had a, an open concept. You know, the rooms were just open and I could see all four teachers in that grade together. You know, it doesn't look like that anymore. Um, but we're going to learn some things about Wilkie and maybe our kids don't know. But um, we hope to just share lots of things about the traditions that have kept on at Wilkie and the great tradition that we're going to project into the future. I love it. 50 years of being a Wilkie Bulldog. We're definitely going to have to hear some more about that as we get closer and closer. <laughs> we're going to take a break. Your chance to win via the water cooler question comes up here on In the Know. Did you know humans can smell over 10,000 different aromas? Wow. Again, this is I, I have this on, on Did You Know at least once or twice a week. Who counts this? Who counts the different aromas? Like, do we have a list? You know, I've got two educators in here, right? I, I, I just presume need a that top if, ten. I don't need to know all of them. I just need a top ten. A yeah. top ten? Well, it is your favorite aroma. Oh, wait. We're doing a point to ponder too early. But I, I like it. No, we can do it. What's your favorite the aroma? The beach. The beach. Oh, I love the beach. Like coconut. The smell? Okay. That is my happy place, and I like the beach. <laughs> I'll pass on coconut as a smell, personally. <laughs> I like lilac. I have a lilac, lilac bush. Okay. And you know summer's about to hit when you can smell, smell that, the lilac? that fragrance. Yes. I do like the smell of, like, honey yeah. or, or something along the lines of that. Um or rain. So we've named yeah. three. There we go. We've so we've three. got nine, what, 9,997 to go? And uh, we have all day. What's the last yes, okay. I can name the In last fact, one. We maybe. can just spend the next 20 minutes of the show just naming random sounds. Okay. Right? Listeners, Isn't that great hang radio? with us. <laughs> Isn't that great radio? But no, we have to do the water cooler question. Okay. It is your chance to win. We will do. You get your choice between two tickets to Beach Bend, two tickets to Kentucky Kingdom, or two tickets to Holiday World. You get your choice out of those. Wow. And just because we're feeling nice, we got two two great guest co-hosts today. Uh, we'll throw in two tickets to go go-karting at the National Corvette Museum. Right? Yeah. Fantastic. That's what Monica and I get to do. I know. I mean, you. Well, let's talk get, about this. What do we pick, Lisa? They'll get they'll get two tickets. Maybe they take one of you to Holiday World and one of you go-karting. Right? Maybe. Uh, it's I'm we're ready. ready. We're ready. <laughs> So here is today's question. Remember, you must be 18 years of old, age or older, and you must not have won in the past 30 days, and you're going to text your answer to 270-259-6000. More than half of women say they do this much better than their husband. More than half of women say they do this much better than their husband. What is it? Again, the uh 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000 is the phone number to call in. Now, what you all can do is you guys can ponder this for a second, and then we will ask for your opinion. I won't say whether you are correct or incorrect, and so you can help the listeners technically, or maybe you don't. We don't really know. But again, more than half of women say they do this much better than their husband. What is it? Are you all fans? I, I told you before the show, we do a little pop culture. You all fans of James Bond? Yes. Yes? Have you seen the new trailer? 
for the newest James Bond. No, but I've no. met Roger Moore. You really? <gasps> yes. Well, maybe we have a story here to tell. No Time right. to he Die. He won't remember me. <laughs> no Time to Die is the newest... Re- oh, in fact, it's it's a teaser trailer celebrates James Bond's anticipated return to theaters. No Time to Die will continue his story from Spectre as is his love interest from 2015 film Will Return. I'm not sure that they have originally... They have not set a date yet for when it is going to come. It was originally supposed to come out, though, in April of 2020. So, yes, this would be something you all would go see. Yeah. Yes. The newest yeah. James yes. Bond. Yeah. So we've got a lot of different answers here coming in. Let's see if we can't see if anybody has gotten it correct. I'm wondering if we have to limit it to one thing. One thing? Oh, do you think that you have more than one thing that, that comes to mind? <laughs> oh, yes. So, um... Do you have a guess? Grilling. Grilling. Oh, that could be a controversial opinion. I think opinion. men take pride in that. You know, yes. the grill master. Yeah. So. Yes. Monica, do you have an answer? I don't. You don't? Nothing I, Nothing comes in? I mean, it's anything in my mind, but I'm not married, and that could explain a lot. <laughs> the answer is, and somebody has gotten this correct. Oh, good. Correct. If your phone number ends in... Three seven six three. You are correct in saying mow the lawn. Uh-huh. Mow the lawn. So if your phone number ends in three seven six three, you are correct. We will get in contact with you in a couple of minutes. So just take your time, and we will send you a text message. So again, the answer is mow the lawn. Agree or disagree when it comes to that? More than fifty percent of women say they do this much better. I don't know. I mean, mow the lawn. I think that would be a real pride thing. Yeah, it's kind of like grilling, where it is yeah. a pride thing. I don't know, I know that, that anybody would admit My mom, that. there is 0% chance, because my dad, his lawn, <laughs> that is that is the sanctuary. Yes. And I know that I'm sure my mom has never mowed the lawn since being married say, to my father. Mow it like 50 times, and then I'll tell you if it's better than what right. I do. Right. <laughs> there you go. Yes, that's probably good. Are you all fans of the show Dexter? Yes. Yes? Yes. I'm not familiar with it. You're not familiar no. with Dexter? It was on Showtime. The They have released the new trailer for it and a, the new season that is coming out November the 7th. So being a fan, are you excited for the I new season excited. or no? I am excited. I am as well. I don't have Showtime, so I'm going to have to figure out some way. Have you seen yeah. the trailer? I've not seen the You've trailer. Not seen the trailer. You have to go look at the trailer for the newest edition. Clancy Brown is going to be the main antagonist in this that Dexter, series. he's pretty tricky. He is. He is. That'll be good. Uh, now, this might be a question for maybe of your kids. Were either of your kids into Pokemon? No? No. no. Netflix is developing a live-action Pokemon series. But with you all both being connected to elementary schools in different ways, I'm sure that your elementary school students might be excited about Netflix coming out with a live-action Pokemon series. To be to be in education, you know, need to know what a Pikachu is. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. There it is. Yeah. That's a Pikachu, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know that I could name three or four others. No, but if you no. know Pikachu, you're that's, speaking their you're oh, speaking yeah. their language. Oh yeah, and, and that's exactly what you need. <laughs> yes. And then I saw this headline, which kind of interested me as well. Ed Sheeran fans, yes, says that he actually nearly retired from music after the birth of his daughter. He stopped playing music for a little bit, and music is entirely me as a person. Then I had my daughter and was like, right, that's it. This is me. I'm probably just going to be a dad, and I'm not going to play music anymore. Then suddenly I was like, it's important for my daughter to grow up knowing that her parents have a work ethic. So I like that. So Ed Sheeran says that he almost retired from music, and I'm glad that he didn't. I'm, a, I'm an Ed Sheeran fan. 
Yeah. He, he releases some good music. And I'm trying to play some music as we come out, but it decides that the computer doesn't want to work. So you all said that you do karaoke, right? Are you all going to sing me out of break? And it burns, burns, burns. There it That ring of fire. Oh, there it comes. Oh, good. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Save the audience. And come back with a little bit more after this. This is In the Know. My points of ponder for today. I feel like this is a good question to ask some educators. What common cliche do you find to become more and more true every day? I know, kind of a loaded one. Put Get more spot. bang for your buck. Get, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. a good one. Get more bang for your buck. I like yeah. that one. One come to mind? You know, putting you kind of on the spot. Yeah. I'm trying I to see think I, of I have some that I probably can't. There's some that I probably can't say on the air. That's something, you know, like uh, stupid is as stupid does. does. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that's maybe not the nicest thing is in the world, but. If you come to a hear. fork in the road, take it. That's Yogi Berra. I like that. That's <laughs> because good. That's when good. we get to that decision making time, you're just going to have to take one side or the other and go or I make li- a new way. Yeah. I like that. Lisa Skaggs from Wilkie Elementary and Monica Heverin from. Now, where do I – just the school board or district office? Or district office. District Grayson office County. is probably the Central best way to office. describe it. Central yeah. office. Okay. Yeah. It's the best way to describe where you come from. But. Yeah, <laughs> I think that those are probably good. Yeah, where you come from? Big Clifty, Big Clifty, Big Clifty, Big Clifty and Caneyville, right? Yes, the, the yes. two opposite ends of of we're, the county. We're living proof that we can all get to get, we get can, along. Yes. Well, well, I know. I was I was told that we had to make sure that uh, when when you were on with Wilkie that Lawler wasn't here because I heard was told that that might be a little bit of a rivalry, right? That that there might have been a, lot a little of our bit kids, of a, well, the kids in Litchfield yeah. go to either Lawler or Wilkie. Yes, so I heard that that it might have been a fight between you and Miss White, right? That might have been going over the Look table out, or Alicia. something. Yeah, thank goodness for me, people. Thank goodness for me. <laughs> Alicia's great. On, She's great on TV tonight. The Tokyo Olympics continue. What you'll be able to see tonight. Again, most of these are replay, but some of them will be live. Women women's gymnastics, swimming, badminton, and field hockey. Is this something, are you all excited? Do you all watch the Olympics? I'm all yes. about the Olympics. All yes. favorite event? Oh, my goodness. I've really enjoyed the swimming this swimming. year. Um, and gymnastics. And I saw today that uh, Simone. Oops, spoiler alerts. Oh. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> yep, don't. <laughs> yes. Well, Simone. Yes. If, if you're, if well, here, we can say this. If you're waiting to watch tonight, yeah. turn off your radio for about 15 seconds and yeah. we'll say. Y'all, okay. she's out. Yeah, she's out. she dropped out. It's not good. Not good. I, I, I a health reason. Yes. Well, you know, there are a lot of other young women on that team who are waiting for their chance, for their spotlight, and they've worked exceptionally hard as well. Cliche, when one door, Open, when one door op- closes, closes, another, another one opens. opens. And that's a good way to describe it. Um, and then also on TV tonight, if you're not into the Olympics, American Masters will be on PBS. The career of blues guitarist Buddy Guy, a pioneer of Chicago's West Side Sound and his influence on musicians including Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton. If, if that's your if, cup of tea, go if, for it. If the Olympics weren't on, I might would watch it. You might would watch it. Uh, on this date, 1909, or- Orville Wright of the famous Wright Brothers, along with Wilbur, set a record for the longest airplane flight. That happened on this date in 1909. On this date, 19- in 1789... The State Department was founded by George Washington. On this date in 1960, Richard Nixon was nominated for president. On this date in 1984, Pete Rose passed Ty Cobbs for the most singles 
in a career with 3,503. On this date in 1996, 25 years ago today, an early morning pipe bomb blast in Centennial Olympic Park in Atlanta. 25 years ago today. On this date in 2003, Bob Hope died at the age of... I was going to say, it doesn't have his age here. I wasn't sure how old he, he was. He was really old. On this date in 2012, Queen Elizabeth II opened the London Olympic Games. Birthdays for today, not a ton of birthdays. Uh, turning 49 is Maya Rudolph from Saturday Night Live. Turning 46, baseball player Alex Rodriguez. Turning 37, baseball player Max Scherzer. Turning 37 is actress Taylor Schilling. She's from Orange is the New Black. If you watch that show on Netflix. And turning 28, Jordan Spieth. He's a golfer. And on Saturday, we have a birthday, right? Yes. That's what I was told. Yes. yes. 25, right? No, no. no. I'm going to be 49. <laughs> but I cherish birthday, so I, I'm good with getting older because the alternative is not good. <laughs> Happy birthday, Monica. As, as my grandma would always say, every morning that she'd wake up and, and read the obituaries and her name wasn't in there, <laughs> yep. it was a good it morning. Was a good yep. day. Good day yep. to be there. How about some chart toppers? We don't have time for a lot, but we'll start with 1953. Sounded very disappointed. <laughs> well, I'm not sure I know the lyrics, and yeah, I was really wanting to stomp out a beat here. <laughs> like, did Dick Clark already have American Bandstand? I don't think he did. Well, I'm not sure that uh, we have a hamster that runs the chart topper machine, <laughs> okay. and I'm not sure that we fed it this morning. Gotcha. He's being a little slow. Yeah. And it was a little slow yesterday as well, which usually you would just think it's a Monday. You know, everybody's got the Monday. On this date in 1953, the Percy Faith Orchestra was number one. Dance to this. Interesting. I, I mean, it, it's there. Um, how about we? You said you wanted something that you could sing to. How about I just jump up to 1980 since we're running short on time? Yeah, sure. I feel like this is one that you could sing to. Maybe. Those lyrics are really scandalous. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. You, it's still rock and roll to me. Billy Joel is number one. Good one, right? Yeah. Yes. What's the matter with the on this date in 1989. Martika, is that right? Toy Soldiers? I'm not sure on that one. Not sure. That one from 1989 was number one. And we'll jump up now to, okay, I'll give you all the choice since you all are the guests. Do you all want 2016 or 1998? Oh, 1998. You're passing on Justin Timberlake with Can't Stop the Feeling. That was maybe a mistake. Let's see how we got this. <laughs> now, personally, Sorry. I'm happy with this choice, but I'm not sure that you all will be. A little slower, the Goo Goo Dolls, number one, with Iris on this date in 1998. Good one, though, for a chart topper on this date in history. And Justin Timberlake, number one, on this date in 2016. Rihanna was number one in 2007 with Umbrella. I like that Ella, Ella, Ella. Ella, yeah. yes, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for taking the time to join us. Well, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. Again, you had mentioned today is Wilkie. Do you want to give those times one more time? Absolutely. Tomorrow, Tomorrow. Uh, at 10 o'clock, kindergarten, open house. Come on out. Registered or not, we'd love to have you. And then Thursday at 5 o'clock, if you're at the first through third grade, come on out. And at 6 o'clock, we have grades 4 and 5. 4 and 5. And then you would also mention preschool, preschool registration. We're going to have screenings tomorrow. So um, come call and we'll get you an appointment. We can have computers there to help people register if we need to. Just we want your kid to come to preschool. I love it. I appreciate both of you for taking well, the time. You. Grayson County Schools Week continues tomorrow. 
It won't be. It won't be this good, Sam. <laughs> Do you all know who the who the lucky the lucky ones are? I think it's Braxton and Christy. You are correct, Braxton That's a good Allen. It is. It's a good combination. Christy Hodges. So we're going to learn a little bit about food service and a little bit about buses. So it's yeah. going to be a lot of really good information Critical tomorrow parts as well of a school system. Oh, and I'm sure you yes. all know that as yeah. a principal as well because you got to get them there and you got to make sure that they're fast. Yes. If, if they don't bring it up to speed. You just call us, and we'll, we will, yeah. we'll, we'll do off. like Bell Cheese did, and we'll, we've we'll got si- we've got six lines here that we can perfect. We, perfect. We, can, we can figure it out. I appreciate both of you for taking the time to come in. That wraps up the show for today, and I was supposed to have a pearl of wisdom to wrap us up, but I think I lost it. That's not good. Do, do, do you have any parting pearl of wisdom that you want to leave while I try and find well, it? No, maybe Braxton Allen. He taught me one time okay. that you need to know your cows. Know your cows. Yeah. I so like you can that. ask him tomorrow to you know. But know your cows. Know your cows. Know your cows. That is our Pearl of Wisdom for today, and that'll wrap up the show. For Lisa Skaggs and for Monica Heffern, I'm Uncle Sam Gormley, and now you're in the know.